3: future go to noblegoldinvestments.com now noblegoldinvestments.com Past
2: performance may not be indicative of future results investing in precious metals including gold involves risks consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision
4: all right what's up ladies and gentlemen we are live and i'm firing this thing up a couple minutes early because i know uh trump is supposed to go on at eight fifteen. my thinking is he probably won't go on until nine thirty because i mean the dude has to travel from Manhattan to Florida, right? And I just don't see how this is logistically happening. But Trump is supposed to give a a, a press conference following his arraignment at Mar-a-Lago in about 20 minutes. But yeah, I, I anticipate it's going to be a little late, but I do want to give some commentary beforehand. So um, also, just so you guys know, we're, we're firing up this stream on StreamYard rather than OBS Studios. Not that you guys care or some of you don't even know what that means. But Uh, The reason for that is because I have a guest that's going to be joining us, and his name starts with a B and ends with E. Hizzy. Okay, so very exciting. A lot of people have been asking me to do a show with Behizzy, and as the saying goes, ask and you shall receive. So Behizzy is going to be joining me in a few minutes, um, and we're going to talk about the indictment. We're going to talk about what happened in court today because there was actually some reporters that were inside the courtroom and we're just going to talk about the state of affairs, um, you know, what this all means going forward before Trump inevitably takes the stage. And then we're going to step out and allow the man to speak. Now, good news, uh, there was no gag order issued on President Trump. Um, it was reported by Fox News, Jake Gibson, who was inside the courtroom today, that the judge actually, uh, considered it. So, the prosecutors, they made a case that the judge should slap a gag order on Trump because of um some sort of... Uh, hold on, I'm getting, getting a little paranoid that my mic's not working. Oh, okay, it's good. <laughs> Sometimes I set things up on StreamYard and the microphone is not working, but we're good. So anyways, the prosecutors, they pulled up a, a truth social post from Trump. You remember he posted that picture... Where he had a baseball bat next to Alvin Bragg. And of course, (laughs) they they tried to say that this was inciting violence. And they asked the judge to slap a gag order on Trump. And the judge actually did not go for it. Um, He said he would not issue a gag order at this time, but he did warn Trump not to incite violence. You know, he warned him that basically, watch, he, he basically said, watch what you post on social media. And sort of left the door open for opening a gag order in the future, which is really, really annoying. And sort of that, you know, just that veiled threat over Trump's head. The entire time this trial is ongoing, which is obviously going to go on for a long, long time, probably through his entire 2024 campaign. So this trial is going to be going on. And the whole time he's going to have looming over his head. The threat of a gag order. And they're going to be watching his um, social media posts the entire time. <clears throat> so, um, Trump, he spent about an hour in court today for his arraignment. Uh, obviously, he pled not guilty to the 34 felony charges. And they're going to be filing motions to dismiss as soon as possible. Now, Trump is obviously back in Florida, where he's going to be delivering some remarks to a packed ballroom at mar And that's why we're here. But first, um, before we get in, I got some I got I want to cover this indictment from Alvin Bragg. This has actually been released, and I want to talk about the charges and the legal theory that Alvin Bragg is pursuing. But before we do that, make sure to smash that rumble button and check out NicklovesGold.com, baby. With the war in Ukraine, inflation going through the roof, and the country being thirty two trillion dollars in debt, and they're arresting uh, former presidents. It's safe to say that things are not looking too good for the future, and it could get a lot worse. Countries around the world are actively ditching the U.S. dollar as we speak as their reserve currency, and we could be headed for a serious financial crisis. So don't wait until it's too late. Talk to our friends over at Gold Co. They're patriots like you and me, and they've already helped thousands of Americans protect their retirement. If you have $50,000 or more saved for retirement that you can't afford to lose, go to nicklovesgold.com and get your free IRS loophole kit to see how you can protect your savings. Visit nicklovesgold.com right now, and you could get up to $10,000 in free silver just for doing it. We could be looking at a future worse than 2008, so don't wait. Go to nicklovesgold.com. That's nicklovesgold.com. All right, so we have the indictment. It's been released. Alvin Bragg had his little press conference today where he was, I mean, he was a complete mess. This whole thing, (laughs) it's such a joke, and it's still not even clear. What legal theory Alvin Bragg is going to pursue to make these misdemeanors into felonies? Even though we have the indictment, we still don't know how he's going to actually do that. But uh, we do know that there's 34 counts of business fraud in the in the first degree. And if you remember the earlier show, I was talking about how, you know, how the hell did we go from one hush money payment to Stormy Daniels to 34 felony charges? How the hell did that happen? (laughs) And I was really curious. Well, um, finally, we got some answers, kind of. It appears that Fat Alvin has basically copy and pasted the same charge 34 times. Literally the same charge 34 times with different dates. And what he's doing is making the argument that every one of these supposed monthly installment payments that Trump made to Michael Cohen counts as a separate felony charge. So uh, what we have the evidence that this is all based on is 34 invoices from Michael Cohen and 34 checks from Trump to Michael Cohen. And they're 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 claiming that these are uh set, you know monthly installments for the settlement made to Stormy Daniels and we still don't even know if that's true. I mean Michael Cohen, you know, he pled guilty to all this back, you know, uh, what was it 20 in, in 2017. Um, He's admitted his attorneys have put out statements and sent letters to the FEC claiming that he did this on his own accord and that Trump wasn't involved in it whatsoever. Uh, Stormy Daniels even admitted that she did not have sex with the former president. Right. But we have these invoices from Michael Cohen and checks from Trump. Okay, so that's what this is all based on. And in New York, the statute that Braggs is using is statute 175.10, which states, quote, a person person is guilty of falsifying business records in the first degree when his intent to defraud includes an intent to commit another crime or to aid or conceal the commission thereof. So this uh, district attorney, his task here is explaining how, you know, these supposed misdemeanors, falsifying business records, which is a uh, a a mist it's a misdemeanor, right? His task is ratcheting these up to a felony. And in order to do that, he has to show that Trump uh, concealed these payments in order to cover up another crime. Now, <clears throat> the indictment and statement of facts, unfortunately, don't specify the actual law that Trump violated, meaning the felony that would be attached to the misdemeanor. Now, Bragg does state that Trump committed a campaign finance violation in the indictment, but he doesn't list the specific statute. He doesn't list the actual law that Trump supposedly violated. But that story goes like like this. Uh, Basically, Trump concealed the payments to prevent damage to his political campaign in 2016. And the Stormy Daniels money was actually supposed to be uh, a campaign expense, right, because It was to protect his campaign. So he should have, you know, reported that as a campaign expense, and he didn't, so that makes it a crime. Now I think I know why Twinkie's here. Fat Alvin didn't cite the specific statute in his indictment. And the reason is simple, and it's because no matter which way he turns, it's still he's got problems on his hands here because. There's a difference between New York's campaign finance laws and federal campaign finance violations, right? Uh, the New York law has a statute of limitation of only five years, which means that it expired. So he can't use that. And the federal campaign finance violation, which would allow him to bypass the big problem he has with the statute of limitations. If he makes this a federal campaign finance violation, Then he can get around the the, the, uh, statute of limitations thing. But the problem with that is he's not a federal prosecutor. He's a district attorney in Manhattan. And not to mention um, federal prosecutors already dropped this as well as the Federal Election Commission. They already looked at this and decided not to pursue it. And so did Bragg, by the way. You know, (laughs) He actually was uh, considering pursuing this, but then dropped it and then took a lot of flack. People said that he was afraid to prosecute the president, right? Well, so everybody's looked at this and dropped it, and it's, it's a dead case. And so the point is, we still don't know what Braggs is going to do here. We, we still have no idea. It's not clear based on his press conference. It's not clear based on the indictment because he didn't name the specific statute and I think I think it's because he's hiding something. You know, see, Bragg is com- is 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 claiming that Trump concealed hush money payments to Stormy Daniels. But here we have Bragg uh concealing the actual crimes that he's charging the former president with. So, I mean, who really has something to hide here? I think it's Bragg. Not to mention he leaked uh the indictment to some douchebag at Yahoo News, who was behind the uh, FISA, FISA warrant to spy on Donald Trump's campaign, so he broke the law, and he's aiding the deep state in making this um, into a gigantic smear campaign. Wow, we've got 391 people watching right now, but we've only got we've only got 39 rumbles. Okay, and you guys know how I feel about that. One, it hurts my feelings, and two, it makes me a little butthurt. Okay, and um, in order to alleviate the pain in my rear end, okay, all you have to do is click that like button, and it's really easy, and it just means a lot to me. So please click, please click that rumble button. And uh, anyway, so okay, so we got off track there. I'm still waiting on Behizy. He's like seven minutes late. Um, he says be there asap. Rendering a video, so he's uploading a video probably to YouTube and Instagram and TikTok, all the commie platforms, uh, because George is a communist who's also funded by George Soros. Okay, and don't tell him I told you that. It's our little secret. When he gets here, don't bring that up. Okay, but it's true. George Soros paid him ten million dollars, and that's a fact. Okay, and I don't have to. I don't. I don't have to prove anything to you. What, you don't trust me? I sound like Michael Cohen right now. Okay, so uh, there's another possibility here in terms of legal theories that Bragg is going to pursue. And that is that – so I, I think the campaign finance violation thing is out. The other path that Bragg could pursue is claiming that Trump defrauded the IRS by making payments to Stormy Daniels through his lawyer Michael Cohen. And in the process, um, in the press conference, Bragg did bring that up. You know, he said that, that Trump attempted to write off retainer fees, which effectively means that he would have underreported his income and, uh, you know, defrauded the IRS, tax fraud. And, <clears throat> geez, let me take a sip of water here. Third live stream of the day. Ah. So the, now this, this actually seems likely that Bragg is going to go this route, at least with some of the counts, because <clears throat> the thing is, with the campaign finance violation, he's barred by the statute of limitations and the fact that he's not a federal prosecutor. But with the tax fraud thing, there's no statute of limitations on that, and he'd actually be within his jurisdiction. Um, so it's very likely that he's going to pursue a, a claim of tax fraud saying that Trump falsified business records within the Trump organization in order to defraud the IRS. Now, one thing that's really important is that the statute, let's pull the statute up. The actual statute requires that you prove intent, you know, and so let's talk about the campaign finance violation first. So they're they're claiming that Trump, he falsified business records in, in order to protect his campaign. Well, how are you going to prove that's his intent when you have uh, his his reputation involved, his wife involved, Melania? I mean, Trump could easily make the defense that if let's assume that he did falsify business records in order to conceal a hush money payment. Okay, let's let's deal in hypotheticals here and say for a second that that's true. Well, he could easily say I didn't do that to protect my campaign. I did that to protect my family and my reputation and, uh, you know, my, my, my friend, my friends and family, right? So he could easily make the case that that's his intent. And, uh, the same thing goes for, uh, you know, and, and here's another big problem. When we're talking about potential, uh, charges of tax fraud, well, D.C. Drano actually brings up something very, very interesting that I never even thought about. Let me see if you guys can. okay, so StreamYard's working. You guys can see this, right? So D.C. Drano on Twitter brings up the fact that um, Trump wasn't running his business at the time. He was running the country. If you guys remember, Trump turned over the Trump organization to his son, Eric, when he was inaugurated. So all of these supposed uh, installment payments to Michael Cohen were done during the time that Trump was the president. And his son was in charge of the actual Trump organization. So (laughs) he wasn't running the company. He wasn't even running the company. And not to mention the fact that I'm pretty sure Trump doesn't handle these things personally you know, his taxes and his accounting, he doesn't do that stuff himself anyway. Oh, look who it is. Look who it is. Mr. Behizy, you're a little late, sir. What's up, man?
5: A little bit, a little bit, just a little bit. Or you're too early because we all know Trump's going to keep us waiting, man.
4: Hey, can you turn? I don't know if it's just me, but your volume seems a little low. Low? To me, at least. Yeah, Trump's definitely not going to... He's not going to go on until what? Like, what? What's your
5: guess? You want that? That's too loud, bro. Okay, you want that? Something in the middle. How about this? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's literally where it was before.
4: <laughs> okay, whatever.
5: Whatever. You maybe, maybe you're yeah, talking about. What are you talking about?
4: Oh, I was talking about the fact... So, D.C. Drano, he pointed out the fact that Trump... Like, uh, this this guy... Alvin Bragg saying that Trump falsified business records within the Trump organization, right? That's what mm-hmm. this whole thing is based on, Yeah, these 34 felony counts. But the thing is, all the, the dates when <clears throat> these supposed payments were made all happened while Trump was the president. And as we know, he turned over his business to his son. <laughs> right? He wasn't, running, he wasn't running the company at the time.
5: Wow, <laughs> that's that's outrageous. I mean, look, they don't really, really, actually need um, a real case to to get Trump. With they just need something, they need anything, Nick. They're going to keep throwing a bunch of darts until they get a one hundred and eighty. <clears throat> that's all. That's what it's about. That's that's interesting. Uh, well, I mean, so Nick, this whole time, I thought until very recently that trump never had an affair with stormy daniels and well now i know he did like that man was doing everything back then you know he was a rich democrat billionaire think about it what would you do if you were a rich democrat billionaire apart from touching kids so he was he was he was doing crazy things man so he definitely had an affair paid her 130 grand made her sign an nda and then she extorted him for money saying, if you don't or or if you don't pay me, I'm going to come out and say everything you did to me. Say how well, small your pee is.
4: OK, but as if these hoes can't still try to extort somebody, even though there's no truth to it. And let's say, you know, Trump, I mean, maybe Trump did pay her off one hundred thirty thousand dollars because well, he, he did. Yeah, right. But let's let's say he did that because it would have been the advice from Michael Cohen. It would have been the easier thing to do than to have this go to a courtroom or, you know, come out and she smears him. Right. I mean, if you're Trump, it's easier to just toss one hundred thirty thousand dollars to the hoe and then she shuts up and signs an NDA. But that doesn't mean that he slept with her. I'm not saying he didn't.
5: Well, okay. Well, but Trump had other chicks that would come out and accuse him of something i think this one had some teeth to it look man is it really implausible to believe trump was doing these things as a democrat no, no
4: i'm not saying that he didn't do it as a democrat <laughs> he was, man. as a democrat well let's remember trump was on the cover of playboy magazine he's calling was in- <laughs> her horse
5: face come on man he's calling her horse face but come on he was all up in that i'm just saying it's it's what it's what well, then- he was doing before he was a republican Okay,
4: then why did she come out in 2018 and say that it never happened? Well, because she was paid <laughs> to not talk about it. She was paid. There was a non disclosure agreement. And by the way, if you guys think that that's not true, Trump admitted it.
5: Yeah, his, he said it on social, social that it was $130,000. But you don't pay that if you don't believe the allegations are true. And Trump's like, I never slept with this hoe. No then he doesn't need to pay her. Why would he pay her if she knows he's lying or if he knows she's lying? He paid her. I already told you why. They had an affair, dude. I I, I don't see why he would have to pay her specifically. There's tons of other women that could have had hush payments based on the accusations they had against Trump. Let me just put it this way. I don't give a damn. I don't
4: give a don't, we, don't like care, right? we don't care, right? We don't care.
5: The fact of the matter is, it's the indictment, which seems like me writing a middle school essay where I just copy and paste every paragraph and duplicate them to make it seem longer. That's what it is. It's the same charge over and over and over and over again. So, yeah, this indictment, like the fact that it's coming out now, where, because it's ultimately not about the hush money. It's actually about tax fraud, which is something you've been saying for a few weeks. So congratulations. Who well, we said don't
4: one know thing yet. Right? We don't know yet because we, we have the indictment. We know that he's going for a class one uh, for a uh, felony at uh, 34 times, but he hasn't really made it clear. I, I explained this earlier in the show, how the statute clearly says that in order to make this um, a, a felony in the first degree, You have to falsify the business records with the intent to commit another crime or aid or conceal the commission thereof. Now, he's thrown out a couple of things, tax fraud. He's thrown out campaign finance violations, but he hasn't actually cited the statute in the indictment. And he was actually questioned by the press about this. They said, uh, so what's the actual crime that was committed? And he said, I'm not required by law. To put that in the indictment and then he basically just ended the presser which (laughs) is another way
5: of saying there is no crime this is all about wasting trump's time trump could be campaigning and nick i had a theory the other day that they're going to try to drag out these indictments because there's two more coming if you don't think they're going to indict trump for that phone call then you must be living under a rock because they literally just indicted him over nothing absolutely nothing. I'm, they,
4: I'm less worried about the indictment in Georgia than I am the one with Jack Smith, the obstruction charge in the yes. Mar-a-Lago classified
5: documents. Uh, that actually, and what I'm thinking is they're going to pack all it. Sorry to interrupt. I know you hate no, you're it. You're not. It makes it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. So, they're going to pack all these indictments in, and then they're going to squeeze them into a schedule in 2024. Keep the stories running, right. Destroying his reputation. And ultimately, when we lose in 2024, they're going to say, oh, well, it's because Trump got arrested and no one thinks a criminal should be in the White House. It doesn't matter if he goes to jail or even gets convicted as long as they waste his time, keep the media pressure going and just keep moving that machine, that hamster wheel of Trump's a criminal. He's going to jail. He got indicted three times.
4: Yeah, did you? And and you're absolutely right about that. I know for a fact that they're going to drag this out because did you see when the next hearing for this case is somewhere in December, December 4th, <laughs> dude, like eight months from now? Literally, eight, it's 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 uh April
5: 4th, <laughs> dude, that that is outrageous. Well, talk about speedy and what is it called? What's that thing in the Constitution about how? A faster trial has to be
4: something swift the word swift isn't it
5: yeah quick trial whatever so well, that's certainly not you know six how how many months is it nick eight, eight months, months right oh my gosh dude six, six eight, eight, eight months, months. <laughs> quick counting it's literally seven months, seven
4: months. months. okay i think it's six eight months,
5: months
4: dude no 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 <laughs> no 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 may We're june April. july don't make me count on camera dude it's seven all right, months. All right, it's count on camera, on camera. No, I, I just did it in my Dude, head.
5: How many months are there in a year?
4: I think 12.
5: Okay, 12 minus 4. is 8. You're, you're welcome. And it's literally so December 4th, so 8 months exactly from this date. S-
4: somebody in the chat help us out.
5: <laughs> no, it's 8 months. It's well, 7 why- months would be November.
4: Why are we talking about this? Let's, okay, who cares? It's a long time from now, and they're obviously going to indict him. Every one of these grand juries is going to indict him. Jack Smith, he's got two separate grand juries, one for the Mar-a-Lago, uh, one for January 6th, and then Fannie Willis with the the Brad Raffensperger phone call in Georgia. They're all going to indict him.
5: You know, <clears throat> I, well, this didn't... sets the precedent. It's funny because everyone was saying this sets a precedent. We can indict Obama now. Now I'm like, no, this sets a precedent that we're going to indict Trump some more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: No, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. (laughs) Precedent has been set. That's for sure. Yeah, they broke the seal. They broke the seal. That's what people have been saying. It's that's what you say when you like drank a lot of beer, and once you pee the first time, then you just have to keep peeing. That's what breaking the seal means. But they're saying that they broke the seal on Trump indictments now. (laughs) Uh, they open that
5: seal like jesus
4: once you pop you just can't stop Uh, like pringles
5: uh it it is sad that laughing is the only therapy to this
4: yeah well i mean at the end of the day like you guys got to make up your minds out there do you think that this is gonna benefit trump or do you think that it's hurting trump because just a couple weeks ago people were saying that ron desantis was leading in the polls and now Trump is crushing Ron DeSantis. He's got like 60% of the Republican Party. And Ron DeSantis only had like 23. Yeah, he's winning
5: by a long, long. Hey, Nick, question. You're supposed to say, yeah, yeah. ask your great question. Uh,
4: I'm all ears. Go ahead. Ask your question, George.
5: Do you think the establishment, not only, of course, aided in the theft of the 2020 election, and I'm talking about the Republican establishment. But now they don't mind seeing Trump get arrested because they want Trumpism to die. So they know Trump's going to win in the primaries in 2024. So what they're doing is they're going to they're going to run DeSantis and they know DeSantis is going to lose. They're not stupid. They know Ron can't win if Trump's running. Nick says Rumble's not. Oh, shoot, I'm reading your own message to me. That was private. Anyways, they know DeSantis can't win. And they know Trump will win. So when Trump wins in uh, the GOP primary, and then it's the general election, he loses to, you know, Featherman Biden, whatever whatever ticket they pick, the brain-dead individuals. Do you think that the GOP narrative will be, ah, oh, see, we told you Trump wasn't going to win. He wasn't electable. In 2028, we need Ron DeSantis or whoever we pick, the GOP, right, whoever they Say oh, uh, this guy can win. This guy is electable. Do you think there's uh plausibility to that or not?
4: Well, there there's, there's Democrats even with TDS who genuinely believe that Trump lost in 2020. And they would, they, they want him to be the Republican nominee because they believe he can be defeated again because he just lost in, in 2020, according to them. Mm. And there's also big money donors that believe that too, that don't believe in election fraud. Right. Um, so and I, I do think that that is it, it, it would be a narrative that I could see them going with, because we know that they're going to rig the 2024 election unless there's a frickin miracle. <clears throat> and they're going to say, well, that was your mistake for putting up Trump because you had Uh-oh. he he's had over. Up. He's coming up.
5: He's, yeah, he's coming
4: up. Well, we need to give the man some respect And put it on. Well, I'm having problems with Rumble right now.
5: Oh, you want me to show it?
4: Yeah, if you don't mind. Okay. I can't see my own stream. Um, RSBN's still working. But guys, please make sure to smash that Rumble button. Follow Behizzy on Rumble. Subscribe here if you're not already. Um, And we are going to step out once he comes on. I think George is probably going to go, but I'll stick around and give a little commentary afterwards. But uh, this is a little watch party. Thank you guys for choosing us. Over all the you other. haven't options.
5: clicked on it to share my screen.
3: Hey, Don't I'm interrupt
4: me, American,
3: I I won't
4: Jonathan C. Tay says, "Would the strength I'm of the charges matter I'm if the judges me, presiding are already impartial?" What does he mean by that?
1: Still today, but no You're muted.
5: Pay some more money and explain.
1: I
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <My best laughs> sorry, Tom.
5: sorry,
4: I'm confused. I'm distracted by Trump and his magnificence. All right, guys. <laughs>
6: Thank you very much, everybody. And we have to save our country. God bless you all. God bless you all. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. <laughs> From the beginning, the Democrats spied on my campaign. Remember that? They attacked me with an onslaught of fraudulent investigations. Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Impeachment hoax number one. Impeachment hoax number two. The illegal and unconstitutional raid on Mar-a-Lago, right here. The lying to the FISA courts, the FBI and DOJ relentlessly pursuing Republicans, the unconstitutional changes to election laws by not getting approvals from state legislators, the millions of votes illegally stuffed into ballot boxes and all caught on government cameras, and just recently the FBI and DOJ in collusion with Twitter and Facebook, in order not to say anything bad about the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, which exposes the Biden family as criminals and which, according to the pollsters, would have made a 17-point difference in the election result. And we needed a lot less than that, like about 16.9. It would have been in our favor, not my favor, our favor, because our country is going to hell. And we remember the 51 intelligence agents who said Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. It didn't exist. It was Russian disinformation. Remember that? And that was all confirmed strongly by the FBI when they all knew that it wasn't Russian disinformation. And so much more. Our elections were like those of a third world country. And now this massive election interference at a scale never seen before in our country, beginning with the radical left, George Soros-backed prosecutor, Alvin Bragg of New York, (laughs) who campaigned on the fact that he would get President Trump. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. This is a guy campaigning. You want to get President Trump at any cost and this Before he knew anything about me, didn't know a thing about me, he was campaigning. As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats, say there is no crime and that it should never have been brought. Never have been brought. Everybody. Even people that... Our big fans have said it. They said this is not the right thing to do. It's an insult to our country as the world is already laughing at us for so many other reasons, like our open borders, our incompetent withdrawal from Afghanistan, where we left behind American citizens, $85 billion worth of the best military equipment in the world, lost 13 magnificent young lives and far too many to mention that are so badly hurt with the loss of arms and legs and facial obliteration. The most embarrassing time in our country's history, in my opinion. Then our give up on energy independence and even energy dominant. We're going to be dominant within six months, more than any other nation times two. We had this all just three years ago, our raging crime statistics, if you look in Democrat-run cities, numbers the likes of which we have never seen before, the open threats by various countries of the use of nuclear weapons, something never mentioned or discussed by outside nations during the Trump administration, and which could very well lead under the Biden administration's leadership to an all-out nuclear world war three can happen. We're not very far away from it, believe it or not. An economy that has been crippled by the biggest inflation we have seen in more than 60 years, and a military that I used to defeat ISIS in four weeks. They said it would take four years, four weeks, to kill al-Baghdadi and Soleimani that has now gone woke at the top levels by trying to indoctrinate everyone down to the lowest-ranking patriot But now they have really stepped up their efforts by indicting the 45th president of the United States who received 75 million votes, which is more than any sitting president in the history of our country. And in the wings, they've got a local racist Democrat district attorney in Atlanta who is doing everything in her power to indict me over an absolutely perfect phone call. Even more perfect than the one I made with the president of Ukraine. Remember, I kept saying that's a perfect call. This one was more perfect. (laughs) Nobody said, sir, you shouldn't say that many people on the phone were hung up and discussed because of something I inappropriately said because nothing was said wrong in fact at the end of the call we agreed to continue our conversation about election fraud and election fraud specifically in Georgia at a later time many people on the phone including lots of lawyers nobody found anything wrong with that perfect call until a book promotion tour Many months later, all of a sudden they say, you know, I remember Trump making a call. Let's look at that. This fake case was brought only to interfere with the upcoming 2024 election. And it should be dropped immediately. Immediately. Then you have a radical left lunatic known as a bomb thrower who is harassing hundreds of my people day after day over the boxes hoax. You know, the boxes hoax, as we call it. Just so everyone knows, I come under what's known as the Presidential Records Act, which was designed and approved by Congress long ago just for this reason. Under the act, I'm supposed to negotiate with NARA, the National Archives and Records Administration, which as of this date is a radical left troublemaking organization that red flags the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights as dangerous and triggering. Can you imagine? This is what we have to deal with. But there is no criminality under the Presidential Records Act. That is not what it's all about. We were negotiating in very... Good faith, proper way, in order to return some or all of the documents that I openly and in very plain sight brought with me to Mar-a-Lago from our beautiful White House, just as virtually every other president has done in the past. When FBI and DOJ officials with NARA were here, I told my lawyer to show them the very secure storage room in which they were locked. The FBI's sole request in writing was, could you please put another lock on the door? We immediately complied. It's a lot different than the Biden situation, isn't it? The next thing I know, we were raided by many gun-toting FBI agents who took whatever they wanted, including my passports and medical records. Everybody was in shock. Nobody had ever heard of such a raid before. We can't even believe it. Who would think that that could happen today? I immediately thought of the Fourth Amendment that protects against unreasonable search and seizure. But they did it anyway because our justice system has become lawless. They're using it now, in addition to everything else, to win elections Apparently they're not looking at me through the view of the non criminal.
4: The stream froze. Oh damn. So Rumble is just completely not working.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's not working.
4: <laughs> and RSBN's not on YouTube either. What about their? Um, hold on, there's, their website. There's probably
5: some source streaming it on YouTube. Wait. The question is. Hold on. Let's try this.
4: Well, the the question is: Is
5: anybody oh, yeah, even, streaming it?
4: Yeah, but is anybody even out there listening? Because Rumble's like down.
5: Um, I wonder as well all right let's do pbs news hour let's 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 give some love to the fake news ah you can just show youtube i don't have to be the one sharing. Like, yeah i'll give you a link uh let's do nt uh, it's kind of annoying Oh yeah, actually, Fox News is probably going to be better. Yeah, Fox News's feed is good. I just I don't even know if anyone's watching either. Is be talking true. to ourselves.
6: Yeah, Joe Biden took massive amounts more. That's
5: super blurry.
6: Even removed many boxes. Yeah, do new Fox News second one. You believe that?
4: All right, we're going to switch He's got over 10 million to. Ten million
6: dollars from China. Where did that come from? Five. I guess they were banking on Hunter's expertise yeah, and that had other true. stories.
4: That's way better. The sound is not that good, though.
5: I can't even access rumble.com. Nope. Me neither. You can just increase the volume. It's all the way up. Do you share your audio? Because I could watch it fine. Nick, man. Can you hear that?
6: Which is absolutely. Oh, I can't hear anything. Other senators. For real? Are outraged.
5: It's really low.
6: He's not being harassed and hounded.
5: All right, Fox Business. Try Fox Business. Nope.
6: Who worked for me? Same thing. In fact, they said about this. About his Yeah, try this guy. This news channel. Thousands thousands. It's okay with him. They like mm. to say that I'm obstruct. Narrow very nicely until the raid on my home. But Biden is obstructing by making it impossible to get the 1,850 boxes or explain why many documents were located. I can't. I can't explain it. Why were they in China? I can hear it. Oh.
5: All right, try this next Lastly, I'm under yeah, yeah.
6: investigation. Okay, I can kind of hear it's it. A civil investigation oh, by another racist in reverse who also campaigned on I will get Trump. I will get him. This was her campaign. Never ran for office. I will get him. Her name is Letitia James. Mm. And she proclaimed while campaigning, quote, I look forward to going into the office of the attorney general every single day, suing him and then going home before she knew me. She announced what is fueling my soul right now is Trump. And that she had her eyes on Trump Tower. Those eyes are focused on Trump Tower. Didn't know the young lady. She even assured her supporters in an election promise that we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. He's going to know my name personally. (laughs) And then she claimed that I was an illegitimate president. Think of it. it. With all all we did, with all we did on energy, with all we did on the military, on taxes, biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history, right to try, people able to get drugs now that aren't approved. Hopefully we don't have that. Leticia James vowed to use every area of the law to, quote, investigate President Trump and his business transactions. Those transactions are going to be investigated, she said. And that of her family and his family, because we're going after his family and we're going after them hard. This is all before entering office and all before knowing anything at all about me. But you're going to get me. This is why, along with unrelenting crime, so many people and companies are leaving New York. She said that I falsified my financial statements, but in fact, we're proving and will prove that my financial statements were substantially more than we submitted, not less. And in all cases, have a strong disclaimer clause in them which tells the institutions that may look at that if they want to not to rely on the state, But they've got a problem with their case because number one, I'm very under leveraged. They can't believe it. All the stuff they read and gave and have very little debt relative to the value of assets. And importantly, not one bank has lost even $1. She was investigating me to save banks. They're very good lawyers. But they didn't lose a dollar with us during this period of time. In fact, the banks we're talking about made almost two hundred million dollars off Donald Trump and they liked me very much. We never missed a payment, never got a default notice, had a great relationship with all of them. I don't need banks. We have a lot of cash. I built a great business with my family, I built a fantastic business. I have a son here who's done a great job, and I have another son here who's done a great job. And Ivanka, and Baron will be great someday. He's tall, and he's, tall and he's smart. But I have a great family, and they've done a fantastic job, and we appreciate it very much. So she's suing me over banks that weren't defrauded when she should be focused on violent crime that's driving people out of the state. This is a persecution, not an investigation. She's put our family through hell. It's cost hundreds of millions of dollars to defend, but our heads are held very, very high. They want to settle the case, but I want no part of that. So here we are now, where we were today, in a city that was so great just four or five years ago. But now we're there, and time there today, as you possibly read, with a local failed district attorney, charging a former president of the United States for the first time in history, on a basis that every single pundit and legal analyst said, There is no case, there's no case. They kept saying, There's no case. <laughs> Virtually everyone. But it's far worse than that because he knew there was no case. That's why last week he delayed for a month and then immediately took that back and threw this ridiculous indictment together. Came out today, everybody said, This is. Not really an indictment. There's nothing here. My lawyers came to me and they said, there's nothing here. They're not even saying what you did. The criminal is the district attorney because he illegally leaked massive amounts of grand jury. <laughs> for <laughs> which he should be prosecuted. Or at a minimum, he should resign. And Alvin Bragg's wife confirmed a report that claimed her husband has Trump nailed on felonies. She has since locked down her Twitter account. <laughs> His chief prosecutor who represented the Democrats and crooked Hillary Clinton and a firm run by Chuck Schumer's brother, Robert. He quit the firm in order to go to work in the DA office in order to get Trump. Can you imagine that? Hillary Clinton's lawyer, Democrat lawyer, Democrat firm. Ultimately, he quit as chief prosecutor because Bragg didn't think he had a case. Think of that same guy that brought this ridiculous thing to that. Yet during his investigation, this prosecutor named Mark Pomerantz wrote and published a book saying all sorts of privileged things has been very strongly rep- rec- really uh, reprimanded. He was reprimanded so strongly. I've never seen anything like it. At probably the end of it. But What he did was probably very illegal, but he was very, very strongly reprimanded. Even District Attorney Bragg was furious with him. They were having a tremendous fight in the office because But hope is never lost because various prosecutors in the DA's office also quit because they thought President Trump was being treated very unfairly. How about that? Isn't that great? Oh, I love them. I'd like to meet them. I'd like to meet them. The DA's office even had a web page. Meet the team of executives who have done this to President Trump. That was the title. Isn't that nice? They immediately had to take it down. (laughs) Meanwhile, overall, crime in New York was up 30% last year, much more than that the year before, with felony assaults, robberies, and burglaries all up by massive, massive numbers. Not the same place that I know. Not the same place that you know. And this is where we are right now. I have a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family whose daughter worked for Kamala Harris and now receives money from the Biden-Harris campaign and a lot of it. We recently had another trial and the same judge told the fine man who worked for me for many, many years... That if you admit your guilt, you will be in jail for 90 days. But if you don't, if we go through a trial and you're found guilty, you're going away for 10 years and maybe longer. Which for a 75-year-old man with a great family really means life. What the prosecutors and judge did to that man, I will never forget. it's right out of the old Soviet Union. That's where we are. They said, you say anything about Trump, meaning that's bad, and you won't even have to serve the 90 days. You'll walk free. And they say that to many of my employees. We have this Jack Smith lunatic threatening people every single day through his representatives. They're threatening jail terms. But talk about Trump and you'll go free. This is where we are as a nation. Who would have thought they can't beat us at the ballot box? So they try and beat us through the law. That's the country in which we live, however, right now. The USA is a mess. Our economy is crashing. Inflation is out of control. Russia has joined with China. Can you believe that? Saudi Arabia has joined with Iran. China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea have formed together as a menacing and destructive coalition would have never happened. If I were your president, it would never have happened. Nor would Russia attacking Ukraine have happened. All of those lives would be saved. All of those beautiful cities would be standing. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. There will be no defeat like that. That will take us away from being even a great power. If you took the five worst presidents in the history of the United States and added them up, they would not have done near the destruction to our country as Joe Biden and the Biden administration have done. (laughs) Incredibly, we are now a failing nation. We are a nation in decline. And now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement. We can't let that happen. Uh, With all of this being said, and with a very dark cloud over our beloved country, I have no doubt, nevertheless, that we will make America great again. God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you very much. Everybody.
2: now. fighterflare.com
4: From... All right, George, you're muted.
0: Yeah,
5: man. That was crazy. No, it wasn't. That it was one of the... He has given better speeches, but um, it's not often you give a speech after, you know, getting arraigned, right? Yeah, man. I mean,
4: the dude... What do you expect him to say?
5: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He will definitely get gag ordered. He brought up the judge's daughter, right?
4: (laughs) Well, why? I mean, that's not an incitement to violence. Look, the judge, during the arraignment, the prosecutors brought up this picture that Trump posted on Truth Social where he had a baseball bat next to Alvin Bragg, and he didn't give him a gag order then. So. I don't think calling out the fact that the the judge's daughter happened to work on Kamala Harris's campaign and that's a huge conflict of interest would warrant a gag order if a picture of Trump with a baseball bat. Oh, is the
5: judge a woman?
4: No, the judge is a man, but his daughter worked on Kamala Harris's campaign,
5: and oh, now. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought only women yeah. could have daughters. That was that is weird. That is a weird thought. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> Men um, can have daughters.
4: Women can have daughters. Men can have babies in this day and age.
5: Nick, I don't, I don't know. What's what's happening, man? What's happening?
4: Well, Trump just gave a speech about how the
5: fact that you know, nah, Nick. Part of me wishes he he would just say like, "Oh, the pain is upon." I mean, the storm is upon us, my you fellow know? Americans. <laughs> like, part of me just wishes, like, like the whole uh, Q Tart movement was real, man. I just wish. (laughs) No, seriously, Nick, I'm not. You got the dislikes coming in now. (laughs) No, part of me wishes it was real, man. No, but Trump, you, you
4: you have to think, Trump knows about the Q movement, and he knows that if he was to ever post, I mean, they unlocked his Twitter account. If he was to ever post, my fellow Americans, the storm is upon us, all hell would break loose. So he's saving that in his back pocket for when
5: he really needs it. You think that's 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 the tweet I'm waiting for. Ah, uh, do you think they'll dismiss the case? Dude, Rumble still doesn't work, but it works on my phone now.
4: It, it's it, no, it's working now. We got two, we had like six, seven hundred people. And now we're down to 200 because, um, yeah, it was having a lot of issues. But obviously, that's because
5: there I was having issues again. I can't.
4: It's working it. for me on my browser. But yeah, there was definitely millions of people trying to watch the same thing. And Rumble's servers are just their infrastructure is just not there but yeah, apparently like, youtube was having issues too
5: no <laughs> they weren't having issues that's Who what somebody
4: that? in, in, on telegram said no they, but
5: um no
4: yeah now it's now it's the the number of people watching's jumping from 206 down to 0 to 207 yeah it does that that's rumble
5: baby that's rumble that's our amazing platform. I, oh, I can't even log in. Uh, well, there's this uh, race in Wisconsin. Have you paid attention to that?
4: Yeah, Justice Daniel Kelly. So the election was today? today.
5: Yeah, yeah. We're waiting for the results. Extremely close in five minutes. Polls, polls close in five minutes. Well, you guys better
4: get your ass out there if you live in Wisconsin.
5: Well, no, they can't because polls close in five minutes. Well,
4: if you live five Five minutes away from a voting precinct, get your ass out there.
5: On average, it takes 10 minutes to cast a ballot. Also, uh, so Scott Presler, I always do this. No, Seth Keschel, i mistake mistaken those two because they're both tall and they talk about elections. So I just mistake them. Uh, Seth Keschel said, apparently the mail-in voting in Milwaukee is down. So the absentee numbers are down, like in terms of percentage of people that choose to vote absentee. Do you think that's good news for Republicans?
4: Uh, Yeah, Seth Keschel says the good news is absentee returns are way down, especially in Milwaukee, which, yeah, obviously that's good news. The bad news is there's a lot riding on this race for the future of the state elections and otherwise. No, I'd say that's good news. Absentee returns are down in, in, in Milwaukee.
5: Okay, I'm hoping they don't increase, you know, because Scott President has been promoting mail-in voting, and I hate it so much. He's telling people to vote by mail, vote three weeks out. Uh, but I-, I hope we see some radical change. It might actually bring good election reform to have this uh, Kelly guy in there, because he's kind of based,
4: if you know what I mean. Well, it's definitely... Um, gonna be better than if the Supreme Court flips to liberal oh yeah well, certainly um, the, the court was already conservative, but um one of the justices I think resigned
5: yeah, the Republican one he resigned
4: yeah, he resigned so Why
5: would you, resign? you you know the kind of state we're in what die in that position <laughs> <laughs> you need to die in that position,
4: yeah, Why? especially where the I mean where the nation's at right now, you're gonna resign? Nah,
5: you better, you better stay there.
4: Maybe, he, maybe this election's going to be rigged and he got bribed to step down so a, a liberal communist could take oh, his place. Oh, nah,
5: no, come on, man. Don't do that to me. I mean, this this Supreme Court is critical because they could change a lot of election. I mean, they already ruled that ballot drop boxes were illegal in 2020. I think, you know, you, you could bring some cases in 2024 and they might be willing to listen. That's if they cheat out in the public and open like they did in 2020. We'll see. So Wisconsin could have that happen. Nick, do you think we would have, um, I mean, it's better than nothing, but what if Abraham Hamaday actually succeeded in his lawsuit? Because there might be a genuine opportunity for him to win. Do you is, think- he, is he still fighting? And, is true. he still yeah. litigating? Yeah, he's still, still in court. He, no one cares because it's not Kerry Lake.
4: Well, that would be a pretty damn big deal.
5: I mean it's just three hundred votes. Also uh, question. This is this is gonna be none of those questions, but Wendy Rogers. Oh um, my
4: god, man <laughs> <laughs> She perpetually pisses me off. Did you guys see this? I talked about it on locals today.
5: I, I heard you, but yeah, yeah.
4: So uh Wendy Rogers submit a public records request to Maricopa <laughs> County for the mail in ballot signatures for um a review, yeah, and she literally has the authority to issue a subpoena.
5: But you know what's funnier, Nick? Uh, Carrie Lake's team, you know, people that are in actual litigation against Maricopa County with a vested interest in those signatures sent the exact same public records request, and Maricopa County said no, and Wendy's like, oh, but it's me. It's me, the senator. She just wanted the tweet. She just wanted the tweet after, oh, I just sent this to the that's what you wanted. Yeah, credit. think
4: about it. The election was back in November. We're now in April. And Wendy Rogers waited all this time. And she waited until not just Carrie Lake submit a public records request and it was denied, but also the Gateway Punnett submit a public records request and it was denied. So she knows it's going to get denied.
5: Oh, uh, dude, Chicago, man. They elected Lightfoot's uncle. What? Well, he's not directly his uncle. He's just a black guy that's basically like Lightfoot. Like, another demo. the real Beetlejuice, <laughs> the real Beetlejuice. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man! And he's gaining votes. Pull up a picture, Ugh, Nick. Yeah, it's on the New York Times. Yeah, dang it, man!
4: This is crazy. What I do, Wendy? <laughs> Dude, what are you talking about? Wendy's a grandma, man.
5: <laughs> nah, you're into that. Dude, ah, uh, Paul Vallis was leading. Ah, rigged. It was rigged. Dang election it. fraud. Election fraud. The 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 2023 uh, Chicago mayoral election was rigged, and Paul Vallis won.
4: I mean, if you can elect Lori Lightfoot, you can elect
5: anybody. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's like a real—he's basically a Republican with a D next to his name. I mean— He's open. He's first school choice, so that's he's immediately not a not a Democrat, like typically. Um, he's anti-crime, like to a, to an extreme degree. he would be a big cop. So, I, I don't I don't get it, man. These states, these cities, deserve what they're they're getting, man. They deserve it. I'm, I'm, if if ten people die tonight in Chicago, they deserve it. <laughs> God, that's a little harsh. No, man. No, no. I mean, if you still live
4: in Chicago, I mean, I understand not everybody's in an economic situation where they can move out of the city. But damn, if you still live in Chicago, that is a little bit on you at this point.
5: Chicago just elected Mayo Lightfoot. Let's wait uh, and get some of these results from Wisconsin, because I am kind of curious how this is going to go.
4: Well, we're going to get the mail-in ballot dump, aren't we?
5: Um, what do you mean? I mean, they're
4: probably not going to we don't report we don't report election results on election night anymore.
5: Oh, damn, man. I'm the,
4: the late mail-in ballot returns. They have huh, to count I mean, them up for 2 weeks. Dude. See Seth Keshel's out here saying that there's um, you know, Milwaukee's mail-in ballot returns are down and he's he's I guess basing that off of the database how many people requested a ballot but watch there's there's going to be a hundred thousand mail-in <laughs> ballots that just magically appear in the middle of the night that are not attached
5: to a registered voter hey, come on we are going to win in wisconsin by a landslide okay well, we did.
4: there was 53 million dollars spent in this race According to <laughs> Scott Pressler. Yeah, $53 million. I don't know who, which candidate the money was going to, but clearly there are some people that realize how consequential this is. I mean, we're not just talking about election integrity on the ballot. We're talking about the Second Amendment, abortion, or- crime, everything.
5: Oh, man. How do we get this country back, Nick?
4: We need another January 6th.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, serious question.
4: Are we? Let me ask you this: Do you think that we are winning now? No,
5: no, 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 no. So what does that tell us? We're unwinning. We're losing. What does that tell us? Nick, just answer the question: Why you got? Why? Why? Why do I have to be insurrectionist here? Just how, how do we get this country back? I need you to say it.
4: No, no, no. I just, I mean, we have, we have the uh, judicial system. We have our legislature. We have the executive branch. We have sheriffs we have I mean and, and have we not pursued every single one of those routes? have we, we have, ha, so what is what is there left to do?
5: right of <laughs> the people keep it to bear arms shall so not
4: <laughs> No, I mean, they're actively trying to disarm the people you, using the uh, using dead children as a justification.
5: Is't it interesting that on college well, maybe not college, but our politicians are protected by armed guards who will shoot you for just making the most sudden movements. But our schools are wide open. Oh, gun-free.
4: Yeah. What was his name? That Dickweed Bowman, the um, New York representative in in New York, was like screaming in the halls of the uh, the, uh, Congress.
5: black dude.
4: Yeah. How we need to get rid of the guns. Sorry,
5: it's not relevant that he's black, but I just.
4: No, not at all.
5: Descriptive, you know? I'm not yeah, it's racist. Just, it's
4: an observation. We know, we know, we know. Yeah. You I'm don't right. you don't if you have to say you're not racist, you might be a little racist.
5: Yeah, yeah. I I look, I'm Asian and those black people hate us. But
4: anyways, yeah, Bowman's standing there screaming about how we need to get rid of the guns, meanwhile, he is protected by armed security it's, while he's screaming.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, look, man. So you're right. Um we need to protect our Future with Nick, but how do how do we start it? How do we go about it? Because it can't just be one of us.
4: I am Goldstein. Four dollar says thanks, Nick. Thank you. I am Goldstein. Just changing the subject there. Thank you, I am Goldstein, for allowing me to circumvent Behizy's line of questioning, where he's trying to get me to incite an insurrection.
5: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, serious question, Nick. Serious question. Oh man, serious question.
4: No that's the thing. That's the 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 world that we live in today is much much different than 1776. Like people love to say that uh you know, it's time. That 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 sort of stuff, but logistically yeah, just hey, walk walk hey. me through it. Like what's step 1 there, brother? Oh,
5: I got to drive out my
4: house, man. <laughs> and I, where, where are we going to go? Oh. I do think I do think that there's a problem where we have a nation of We've turned into a nation of cowards where yes. January 6th, the false flag that happened on January 6th. I can't that, protest. FBI's there. Exactly. Any t- I mean, there was hardly anybody. I'm not, I'm. you know, Trump likes to say that there was tons of supporters out there. And oh,
5: they were. There was like five there, people.
4: There was really not that many people out there protesting his arraignment. And this is a recurring theme. Anytime that there's a chance for the people to show up in person Everybody starts saying no it's a setup it's a it's 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 going to be a false flag watch out for antifa and nobody shows blame
5: them nick i mean antifa it does show up and cause problems and people i, ha- I like I, trump, I i
4: don't blame them oh, the I last
5: don't. time the last time trump asked people to show up and protest for him you know almost a thousand of them ended up in jail and it's still going
4: and- yeah, and did you see the footage of that lady in the MAGA hat? So there was a bunch of libtards, you know, they had the the rainbow dildos attached to their forehead and blue hair and all that stuff, and there was a gigantic tapestry that said, Trump lies all the time or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there was this chick in a MAGA hat that was trying to destroy their their little tapestry, their sign or whatever you want to call it. And there was some people that took photos of her And when you zoom in, you can see on the back of her phone was a a, a satanic symbol. And you know this wasn't a Trump supporter. But there was people out there trying to make Trump supporters look bad. There was people, I mean, there was people out there trying to destroy, you know, the property and get into altercations with people and cuss people out and get like she was she was sounding like kind of ghetto and just really disrespectful and it just made us all look bad, and of course the media's—it's
5: um, the one person they have their eyes on, and that's how you know about it,
4: right? So they had like three reporters for every one Trump supporter out there, and they were ready and they were waiting. And you also remind a reminder—you also have this judge who's just waiting for a reason to slap a gag order on Trump.
5: Oh, he's inciting violence, and someone was beaten up because of you know the truth social post he made.
4: Right. So I don't blame people. And I think that today was obviously a success that there was no civil unrest or violence or false flags of psyops or whatever. But I, I also think its um, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, so what are we going to do? We're we just going to bow down and live in fear and never...
5: Actually if you construct- have family members in the military. Start telling them to, you know, stage a nice little coup, man. <laughs> general Flynn, man, you got your brother. He's he's a general. Tell him to use his unit, do some business, man. Handle it.
4: Yeah, this is all satire. This is all.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Joke, just, FBI. We're just kidding around, FBI. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we're just having a we're just having a silly goose time here talking about insurrection.
5: No, seriously, Nick, the insurrection happened on November uh, 3rd, 2020, and, you know, what do we think was going to happen? You know my phone
4: records are, like, under subpoena.
5: Oh, shoot, man. Yeah,
4: come on, man. They're already after me, bro. They're already after me, Lucky Charm. Leave my number, Nick. I never knew. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Like, Jesus at the gate, I never knew you. Come on, man. Don't.
4: You're going to leave me high and dry?
5: Yes, absolutely. Wait, who's subpoenaing you?
4: Well, no, my, no, my, I I don't, I don't think, I don't know if I can, I shouldn't even brought that up, but it's, um, somebody else's phone record, their conversations with me are being subpoenaed in a court case, but.
5: Oh, it's a court case. I thought it was. It's not
4: my actual phone. They're not like taking forensic image. The FBI hasn't visited me or anything like that.
5: Oh, okay. Man, man, you're, you're big time now. Well, something,
4: something like that.
5: Oh, well, thankfully, there's only you know five FBI agents watching this. Um, That's what I'm saying. I
4: gotta be. I gotta watch what I say, man. But that pisses me off that I gotta watch what I say.
5: No, you gotta watch who you text, really. Because I'm guessing the person that you texted is somewhat important, and you at the time you were like, "Ooh, I got the deets," and now you freaking got the the court cases and court court summons. You're gonna be tested. You're gonna be an expert witness, dude.
4: Yeah, but you don't think that. So I need to be careful who I text, but I don't need to worry about what I say live on air to the <laughs> to the FBI
5: informants no, out there. No. Oh man, that's why I never texted Mike Lindell. I mean, that man will be texting me PCAPs. <laughs> I, 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 I can't, <laughs> man. What happened to PCAPs, man? We're supposed to have him released. Bro, I
4: don't, wanna, I don't want. I don't want to hear about PCAPs. I don't want to talk <laughs> about PCAPs. I hate PCAPs. <laughs> hey. He's don't come boss, at me with the man. P-caps, man. It's a trigger for me.
5: He's your boss. Promo code Nick.
4: You're gonna send me you're gonna send me off the rails. <laughs> don't even bring up P-caps, man. I got PTSD with them PCAPs. <laughs> no, but where are they? We're supposed to get They don't <laughs> exist. How is that not clear to everybody? How does <laughs> come on man? You're gonna make me lose my MyPillow code. I love Mike Lindell, but I hate them PCAPs, man. Yeah, how much money did he spend? You think millions, millions? <laughs> this this dude, Dennis Montgomery, defrauded Mike Lindell, his his poor little good-hearted patriot, soul out of millions of dollars. And it's it's a it's a recurring World theme with this Trump guy. Trump promoted it. Did he?
5: Uh, he told everyone to watch the Truth Symposium.
4: Well, the, I mean, the uh, moment of truth. That's when you had. Election integrity activists from every state. I mean, it's not clear what Trump was trying to highlight. Not oh. necessarily the PCAPs, but, um, yeah, Dennis Montgomery, bro. That guy defrauded <laughs> the damn Pentagon. He defrauded Sheriff Joe Arpaio. He defrauded.
5: Wait. Oh, yeah. Joe Arpaio. Yeah, like-
4: yeah. So th- this guy, Dennis Montgomery, long way before the Michael Lindell PCAP stuff, like, and I mean, so he he was actually a defense contractor, and um, he create he, he he you know he got a defense contract under the guise that he could catch Al, al-, al- Qaeda terrorists, and uh, he effectively created a hoax and caused like a, a gigantic red alert. There was there was a bunch of planes that were grounded based on bogus. Uh, signal data information, mm. and then so then he got um involved with Sheriff Joe Arpaio, and basically he said because you remember Sheriff Joe uh, Joe Arpaio was investigating Obama's birth certificate, mm. and trying to prove that it was a fraud. Well, here comes Dennis Montgomery, and he he says, "Look, I've got this technology." Where I can take the birth certificate and I can prove that it's a fake. You know, just give me some money and I'll, I'll make it happen. So what he did was he wrote up a software program. And he showed uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio and this private investigator.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, uh, like he, he took the he, he, he showed them here's the birth certificate. Then he clicks a button and runs the software on the birth certificate and it identifies all these indicators that it's fake and stuff like that. Right? So so, uh, wait a, so 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 then they were like wait a second, wait a second. This seems a little sketchy. They 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 got suspicious that it might be a hoax. So, so they were like, like uh, So they're like hold on a second. Let's go to the .gov website so pulled it was
5: the, like cinematic artifact,
4: <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> so they went to the .gov website. They pulled the actual birth certificate, and they tried to run the program on that, and nothing happened. Oh. So basically, he set up um, a smoke and mirrors act to get money out of Joe uh, Ar- Arpaio, and you know, basically killed. The prospect of of proving Obama's birth certificate was a fake.
5: Do you think Obama was, uh, do you actually think he was, you know, his birth certificate was fake? You know,
4: honestly, I I haven't done a deep dive on that, but I would assume no. (laughs) Because one, um, Obama's a criminal, and two, Michelle Obama's a transvestite. So. (laughs) They're, they're in the business of faking things. I wouldn't put it past them.
5: So you, you think you think it's fake?
4: Yeah, I'm just going to go with that.
5: Where do you think it was born, though? Kenya. So you're, you're full-blown, like, cute post-reading. Ah, that's kind of racist that the first black president, and he has to be fake. <laughs> yeah, No, no, yeah. dude, I actually... Um, I used to watch these... They called them Out of Shadows, I think. Like, it was this six... I think it's still going. There's Like, they take every meeting Trump has. So, at that time, Trump is still president. This was, like, in 2020 when COVID happened, and I had nothing to do, so I fell down these rabbit holes. So, Out of Shadows was where I learned about what Q was. And so, the documentary...
4: You and everybody else, bro. We know about the documentary. Oh, you do? Yeah, everybody saw it. That's how everybody got indoctrinated
5: into Q. I thought it was like a fringe thing that I got into.
4: No, like 90% of the Anons have probably never read the entire Q message board, but watched Out Out of Shadows and what was the other one? Out of Shadows and uh, the 10-part series where they say Trump's a time traveler, and JFK Jr. is still alive.
5: That's I, I watched that too, probably. Man, Wait, I
4: can't remember what it is. I need somebody in the chat.
5: This is back when these things were on YouTube. I, oh, man. So, yeah, I watched that. And I think they talked about Obama's birth certificate on one of those. And it was about how he wasn't actually born in Hawaii. He was born in Hawaii. Or I was supposedly born in Hawaii. How is dad somewhere else? Look, is Obama's mom still alive? I don't know. Let me check. Oh, Wisconsin race. Oh, nothing to really be looking at. 18,000 votes in, and the Democrat is winning. If we lose that, then, Nick, what are we going to do, man?
4: So Obama's mom died in 1995 in Honolulu allegedly if you believe that okay yeah. so she was the white
5: parent we all know jill biden was his actual mom <laughs> jill biden was jill.
4: jill biden was uh uh biden's babysitter
5: yeah exactly and she had a crazy plan to have a baby in hawaii or in kenya why why is this even important nick man this this the whole thing's a poop show it's, it's a poop show
4: yeah we've definitely flipped man you used to be um you used to you used to be mr hopium and i was mr oh, blackpill never, and now we flipped
5: no i was never mr hopium
4: i'm blacker carlson now <laughs> uh, no, no i'm no. blackpilled carlson and
5: you, you ne- look what i was um, it's not like I, dude, I could still do that. I could still make anything sound like a win. Oh, look, Trump's indictment will wake people up, man. It's gonna get a lot of people to know the system is rigged. And I, I, I bet you Trump knows that deep inside his heart, he knows this is proving him right. See, I could do that. But me now, I'm just like, nah, man, we're getting screwed over here. Look, they're indicting Trump over nothing. They just set a new precedent to indict him over anything. So yeah, no, I, 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 I could do that now, but come on, I was never. a hope like I wasn't, I wasn't freaking. What's it? What's that guy's channel? Next twenty two. Well, that's one of them, but no, Phil goodluski I was never that guy. Like, was I Phil goodluski
4: Nah, <laughs> no, no, that guy's a fraud, dude. Wait, Obama has a the highest Obama? caliber. Look, former U.S. President Obama to relocate to Kenya in June. I, I heard about this earlier today that he's supposed to leave for Kenya and stay there for like a, a year on a, a recon, reconnaissance trip. Recon- has indicated his desire to set up an office outside the Capitol. Come on,
5: dude. Really? Wait, Wait, his mom's black. I thought it was the other that's way. That's not or... his mom. That's not his mom. Oh, that's just a random lady. This <laughs> is fake, man. That's not even. That's not a real
4: picture. Wait, look. That's definitely a Photoshop picture. That doesn't even look like. Look, they photoshopped his head onto some dude in Kenya. Yeah, on, you, re- you really think Photoshop. that's Obama?
5: It's also Photoshop because he doesn't have any balls, and I'm seeing something. <laughs> 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 no. Oh, that's interesting. Wait. So, is he actually moving there, or is the? Picture- I, I don't know, man. This was oh. Citizen
4: Lens sent this to me in the in the chat. Oh yeah, yeah,
5: then you know it's fake news. <laughs> nah, come on. Don't don't hate we on my love, boy we Lens. We love Citizen Lens, but, You know,
4: you believe. Don't hate on Lens. I love Citizen Lens, man.
5: Yeah, great clips. But, but, but QAnon, man, it's annoying.
4: X twenty two has some good guests to his benefit. I, you know, I. I'm not a hater, man. I, I'm,
5: I'm a, a hater. hater. I, I, no, I'm no, not a hater in the traditional sense of what a hater is. I just don't believe he's genuine. That's what I don't... That's
4: what I'm not sure about. I, I, I think there's... You see, I've talked to people, man. And for a while there, I thought that they, there was a lot of people that were just complete frauds. They don't actually believe what they're saying.
5: They believe in what they're saying. That's the thing. That Then that
4: makes him genuine.
5: That makes them schizophrenic. What was that word you used that one time? Schizophrenic. Schizophrenic, yeah. It makes them schizophrenic.
4: No, I look, I mean if you think if you're if you're one of the more moderate Qs, Q honors, they yeah, hate when you say that. They hate when you say that. They hate that. You know, there's what? Q and then there's anons. There's no such thing as Q on.
5: I, I see I, I don't give I don't care. It's the same thing. Q is the bow crap. Q anon, are the people that believe in the bull crap.
4: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I mean, you just have to think about it for a second, and, and just think about what it is that you're believing when you're coming up with these five-year deltas and stuff. So you really believe that Q is literally a time trap. Q, some, somebody can predict five years into the future, all the infinite sequences of events that happen in the entire world, and you believe that there's somebody with either godlike capabilities or some superhuman technology that's that's basically set up a, a message board that predicts the future, and it's really just Ron
5: Watkins, man.
4: And it's really just the most vague, nondescriptive things that don't make any sense. But of course. When, if you have, four, look, if you have 4,000 posts that say shit like watch the water and pain coming and 15 this and good that, and like nonsensical stuff, 4,000 posts, multiple posts a day over a five year timeline, eventually there's going to be something that happens in the entire world yeah that happens to have some semblance of uh, connection to like something that's going to week. happen. Like next week. Next week.
5: <laughs> I mean, that could have been eh, like it could have been the economy's crashing next week. But of course, with uh, the strong correlation to Trump's arrest, I don't know, man. Hey, I mean, if, hey. you, if you just
4: people always say, go to the message board, start at the first post and, uh, you know, research for yourself. So I, I took people up on that offer, and I went to the first post, and it was like, Hillary Clinton's going to be arrested next week <laughs> <laughs> at this specific time. And, like, the first post didn't come true. But then they're like, that wasn't actually Q.
5: Yeah, that that was like someone so hijacked. You lost me. You lost me. But trust the plan, Nick. It had to be this way. Trump had to get indicted in order to get the deep state. You know what I'm saying?
4: Uh. RW stifle says God talks to Q. Come on, now I know who that is. You're trolling me, bro. You're you're trolling me. Look, but I don't look, I don't really have any ill will towards I do anybody that believes in it. I, I really don't. I just
5: Oh yeah, yeah, I don't.
4: I and I'm not like uh I'm not the smartest person on earth. I could be wrong about anything, but I'm I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty confident that it's just Ron Code Monkey Z and his dad.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, it might not have been in the beginning, but after Q moved to 8-Coon or or 8-Cunt, what what was it?
4: (laughs) Whoa, now. It was 8-Coon. And there was actually a a time when somebody cracked the password to um, Q's trip code, and the password was frickin' Matlock. (laughs)
5: Like, this is supposed to... I, we watched that documentary.
4: Yeah, this is this is supposed to be like highest level of military intelligence
5: <laughs> made made their like no numbers, no symbols, just matlock. And guess who tried to pin it on Steve Bannon? Changing Q's virtual. Oh, IP. yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Um, code monkey.
5: Yeah, he he uh, changed Q's virtual IP to one of Bannon's houses. Turns out Bannon wasn't even at home
4: to try to throw him off
5: or it wasn't even in the country. He was in Italy, right?
4: Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the there's like these things that they call proofs. And one of the proofs was that um, what was it? Trump would say something at the State of the Union address. What was it?
5: Now we're talking about Cuba.
4: Yeah, I know you brought it up.
5: Nah, now you're doing cue proofs and was it Kofifi? I don't know.
4: No, hold on. So
5: every time Trump moves his hands, which, which by the way, he moves his hands a lot, there's a chance he's going to do this. There's a chance he's going to, like, out of a gazillion possibilities, he's going to do it. But yes, what was it?
4: No, there was a. Pr- I'm screwing it up now. But there was a proof. Everybody refers to this as proof that Q and Trump were directly uh, connected. And it was somebody asked, hey, can you write it like they asked Q? One of the Anons asked Q, hey, can you put it in Trump's State of the Union address that he's going to say this specifically? Um, And so Trump did say that word, whatever it was that I'm having a brain fart on. And Q, like, highlighted that, and everybody said, it's proof, right? But the thing is, it was a word that he says, he said many, many times before, and he didn't even say it at the State of the Union. He said it at the Easter uh, address. Ah,
5: wait, was it something about bunnies?
4: No, he was next to an Easter bunny.
5: Oh, and they said that's a proof, like, rabbit hole?
4: They said it's a proof that that Trump and Q are directly connected.
5: Well, we're, that's those are the kind of people we're dealing with. So I don't trust you know these Q fluencers That's what I'll call them now. Q influencers. I don't trust.
4: Them. <laughs> Citizen lens five dollars. Nick's got my back. Take my money. Yeah, I got your back, brother. Espe- especially since he's been helping me get back on Twitter and you know retweeting stuff and hooking a brother up that was banned off Twitter.
5: I love you, man, but that Q business, man. You got, you got, you got to Leave that, that lifestyle. Move on to greener pastures, you know? Yeah,
4: but see, yeah. the reason I like Citizen Lens is because he can list sit here and listen to us talk all this shit about something that he wholeheartedly believes and then still send $5, you know, like on a super... Well, I don't uh, think he believes
5: in Q, I think. I don't know if he, he, he ever told me he believes in it. I think it's a it's a thing where... He watches them and he doesn't care for the predictions that those influencers make.
4: Yeah, but he's a cool guy, you know, doesn't doesn't he lets us, you know, hash these things out and go back and forth and talk a little trash. Ah,
5: Citizen Lens, you're a Q in honor, man. You're spreading misinformation.
4: Shadowstorm 19 says, I don't know, but I like X-22 but I also hate. like your channel. I like the hope we shall see, guys. See, that's fair enough.
5: I disagree with your opinion. <laughs> I hate him. I think we should all... No, nah, X-22 is a businessman. Uh, he's capitalizing off of people's desire for hopium.
4: I mean, I... I listened to... Look, so as I say all this, and you you and I were both QAnoners.
5: No, no. At I, one I, point I, in I time. Yes, you were. I, well, yes, but I snapped out of it. After yeah, but January 20th, 2020.
4: You still are a former honor
5: Shut up, man! I Just like me. That. Yeah, you did. Oh, no, yeah, Nick! Did. I, don't
4: don't put former. Q-Anon- oh, trust the plan. No, uh, every lie will be revealed. Yo, that, you that, believed that, in Lynn Wood, bro. Oh my! You god, went. Bro. You went. You went to Candace Taylor's event, or you went to meet Lynn Wood personally, bro. Oh my
5: god! <laughs> oh no, Nick. Nah, man. You flew. You spent money to go fly. Well, no. I mean, she paid me for the event.
4: Uh, All right. All right. It was a business
5: move. So you got paid to go meet Lynn. Wood. And I made videos about Lynn Wood.
4: And I remember you were like, this guy, he just seems like he knows something, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you just look in his eyes and he knows something that we don't.
5: Hey, he, he, he convinced me, man. He convinced me. Dang it. So you're saying it's true that I used to be a former QAnon. Um, you know what yes. I'm like? I'm one of those Demo- Republicans that used, one of those people on Twitter that's like ex-Republican, ex-Trump supporter. And they're like the most annoying weasels. They say the most outrageous. I'm like the Lincoln Project, except I don't touch no kids. Like with Q, right? I really hate it because I, maybe because I'm projecting my what I used to believe in and now I see it's complete BS. Now I'm really push You know, I'm a messenger of good. Like I'm, I'm trying to help people snap out of something I snapped out of. No, you're but you. You, Nick. You. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about you, Nick. All right, let's talk about me then. You flew... For 1,500 <laughs> ballots, dude. <laughs> that is not <laughs> even a... <laughs> yeah. To
4: New Hampshire, yeah,
5: yeah. You and got nobody, nobody paid me for it. You got on the plane. Your wife was pregnant. And you let her... Was she pregnant then? I think she so. She was pregnant. She was pregnant. She was nine months pregnant. Baby the next day. You missed your child's delivery to be in Wyndham, New Hampshire, Nick. Because they rigged the election, bro. You're, you're acting like that Wyndham, next to me. In Why? Wyndham, New Hampshire? Dude, we had Pennsylvania. We had Arizona. Have you been to Pennsylvania, Nick? Nope. Oh, wait. Didn't, didn't you go and meet Mike Wendell? No. I've oh never my met. God. You went to Wyndham twice? I, yeah, I went to Wyndham <laughs> twice. Once Dude, with CNCon, once was, by myself. At least I went to Arizona. I went to Georgia. Like, rigged elections in Georgia. Makes sense, right? And I went to Wyndham. Yeah. Twice. See? So it's not. So you went to Wyndham, so you can't come at me for meeting Lynn Wood. Yeah, that's, th- those aren't the same, though. Well, you I
4: was actually be- pursuing something that I truly believed in and still do, and that's not... That's not I haven't wavered on that one bit. You went and in love with
5: Stark and Harry Hurst. Oh, I hate those names. Harry Gutsky. Yeah, you went and fall, fell in love with them. I hate that guy. And <laughs> I went to Georgia, and Candace Taylor was like, but <laughs> <laughs> just hey has an accent man dude I was a cracker barrel man I went that was my first that time at just crack, like her uh my first time at cracker barrel was in Downton, Georgia man it was uh as white as you can get man like
4: <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan c Tay says Linwood to busyzy is like peacaps to Nick <laughs> That's a trigger for you, bro.
5: Yeah, like you man.
4: an all-out assault on me to defend yourself. You were so triggered.
5: Yeah, that's exactly it, right there. Linwood to me is like peacaps to you. Like it's a trigger, man. I'm. I think I'm irritated that I actually took time out of my schedule and met him. And no, it's not even that. I, I'm glad I went to Georgia. Candace Taylor is amazing. I mean, Linwood ultimately ended up turning on Candace, so. And literally everybody, That's even everyone. me, even me. He, I got I, yeah,
4: I got hit with the the Lin, Linwood Telegram post, like the insanity where he says your name three times.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I got hit with one of those posts. I don't remember what it was for.
5: Most it was theater, complete most lunacy. Most Wait, is that what it is? is? That what you mean?
4: Yeah, something like that. I got hit with some complete lunacy.
5: Well, look. I still have his number. And one day I'm going to call him and be like, yo, do you mean all that? Was that all a joke? No,
4: you know, there's a lot of people that thought that he was some sort of operative, some sort of chaos agent. Nah, man, I think that guy's got some mental health problems. That's plain and so simple. Too. I mean, his family won't talk to him. Um, you know, there was that audio recording of the um, altercation. You know, it, it's just been... He just I think I think the election fraud stuff just
5: re- there's a recording.
4: Yeah, there was some sort of uh, either police body cam footage or
5: oh,
4: audio recording. And uh, yeah, there. man. See, I don't have a good memory. I'm not like CanCon. I remember the gist of it, but I don't remember the specifics.
5: That's sad, but we don't have to bring it up. You know, it sounds like it's something personal for your idol, Linwood, your, your personal idol.
4: I'm sure a lot of people know what I'm talking
5: about. Oh, man, you know there's people that still follow him. And, oh look, you know I blame Sidney Powell and General Flynn and all these guys. <laughs> I blame Trump for this cute thing because he kind of he could have just came out and said, "Guys, you're getting misled here. I'm not. I'm not doing this."
4: No wait, why do you blame? What did what did what did uh, Sidney Powell
5: do? Well, to perpetuate. They- they promoted Linwood onto me,
4: but did they know? I mean, nobody knew that Linwood was a nut job until he revealed himself to be one.
5: I, I blame Trump for also bringing him to the overall, overall office and crediting him.
4: Yeah, but that, like I said, even Look, you, I, I I give you a pass because at the time, like when remember when Doug to on YouTube made that video about how Linwood's a liar because he was talking about Mike Pence. He was right. Yeah, he was right. Like, Linwood said that he had recordings of Mike Pence diddling some kids. And, and
5: he Mike said he Pence had, ain't no pedo, man. He barely touched his wife. How could he touch a kid? I, or, was, oh, no. He was gay. He was supposed to be gay.
4: He was gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and man. and Doug Tanaple came out. He was like, Linwood's a liar. And then everybody was like attacking Doug Tanaple for that. Yeah. And you defended Linwood and. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Shut up, man. I believed in him.
4: That's okay, man. We all you believed in it too, didn't you? I think I didn't. I I just didn't care that much. I never really. I think I made like one or two Linwood videos just because they would go viral, but
0: that was
5: (laughs) you know once or twice. I dabbled in the wood. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't sound right, man. That doesn't. I didn't. I didn't say that. Nah, man. Hey, look, if that's the way you're swinging, that's fine. All right. Nah, so, nah, I didn't say. I dabble in the look, wood. We're Come on. talking about Mike Pence banging on dudes. You swing that way, it's okay.
4: Nah, I didn't no. mean to say it like that. You don't. You don't think Mike Pence is a little bit gay, though? He does seem like somebody, like a closeted homosexual.
5: Nah, I don't. I, he's, he's a got, traitor, that's for sure. I would. I mean, he can't even handle his wife. He he can't handle no man.
4: A lot of people that are like extremely anti-gay. Wait, wait,
5: wait, hold on though. Like, which direction do you think he's on? Like, when it comes to like, let's say hypothetically he's homo, he's gay, like he's gay. Like, well, do you like? Because I don't see him being aggressive, right? You think he's the he's the man? In oh, game? he's
4: a taker. Or? He's a taker all day.
5: <laughs> no, 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 Mike.
4: Mike Pence isn't laying it down like that. No, that, that's for sure.
5: Uh, this is a terrible conversation to have, but it's funny to me. Uh, Nick, man, uh, uh what's your favorite uh, Trump speech over the last? That's
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like everybody asked me to do shows with you, and you, <laughs> you come on here and you bash everybody. This was supposed to be a about the Trump press conference at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> We're talking about Mike Pence being gay and. Come on, man! <laughs> oh man! You don't do this on your channel.
5: <laughs> oh, my bad. Look, I just enjoy it, man. It's it's just kind of fun, you know. All right, I'll stop. Um, yeah. What did you? What, what's your favorite Trump speech in recent history?
4: Mm-hmm. My favorite Trump speech. What? <laughs> I guess Waco, Texas. I don't know, man. Oh, was, it's was- it's a lot of the same stuff. You know, there's.
5: I, I wish rigged. I could say no.
4: No two Trump speeches are the same, but
5: <laughs> I feel like he's been saying the same words since November third, twenty twenty. Like every speech, it was rigged. I won. We know. We know. We get it. But you know,
4: no. Like the the real question is, do you like the Trump speech or not? Hmm. <laughs> There's only one speech, really. It's like, do you do you like the Trump speech that he gives at every event or not? And I like oh, yeah, the speech. I kind
5: of like it, you know? It's I like, like it, bro. It's like a comedian that, yeah, yeah you're not going to go on tour and each location. You make a different joke. Trump kind of treats it like that. He doesn't treat it as, and, and that's that's him respecting the audience. He doesn't treat people like oh, uh, there's other people watching me that have already, wa- already watched me. He treats them like, I'm here, you probably haven't heard me speak, and I'm guessing, I don't know, maybe that's how he sees it. And then he just starts saying the same things he said. But, you know, it's he's a funny guy, um, but I think I'm just tired for him, you know?
4: Oh, hold on. So, salt and Pepper says Nick admitting being a grifter. Did, did I admit being a grifter? About, oh, about making the videos about Lynn Wood because they would go viral. Well, yeah, I guess. Make money guess, off of
5: YouTube. So
4: I wasn't even monetized. I didn't have any money coming in from YouTube. But I want look. If that makes me a grifter, then so be it.
5: I need. Uh, I got to got a grift. Better. Does anyone in the chat have have ideas for me? <laughs> <laughs> no. See, grifter I, I- is someone that sells you a dream.
4: Yeah, solve- I think I think you in order to be a grifter, you have to like um be somebody who's knowingly putting out false information in order to like receive a profit for it. Like if you're somebody that uh is a journalist and you're trying to support yourself, and that's one thing. My justification for making videos about Lynn Wood is I think this was in the infancy of my channel when I didn't have a lot of followers. So of course, like in order to be like, if you want to have any influence and be able to be the guy that says, all right, we're going to put a call to action together and call all the representatives about, you know, getting an audit. Well, you have to have an audience, you know, so you got to build your channel. So you might yeah. gravitate towards something that you, you think is going to get more views and build up your channel and whatnot.
5: Oh, dude, we're getting smoked in Wisconsin. Are you serious? It's like 60% to, with 43% of the votes in. It's already in. Pull, in pull this up. This is important. Hmm. Oh, you're right. So, you're, so you're saying all those videos I made, I, I was just. Oh, you're you're right. Build an audience. Um, but yeah, man, sixty percent. Like she's she's at fifty eight. He's at forty one. And I mean, if they counted the mail in ballots first, then you know. It's going to be different, right? You listening?
4: Yeah, I was. I was just um, responding to Salt and Pepper. I said may, maybe I am a grifter. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I am. But oh man,
5: Milwaukee County. Okay, so it looks like a lot of the votes um, are coming in from Dane and Milwaukee. Rakisha, eighty-five percent in. Those margins, he needed... Why am so I
4: where, where are a lot of the outstanding votes at? Uh, well, are, they, uh, are they in Democrat strongholds or what?
5: It's going to be Republican strongholds.
4: Okay, that's good. That's good. But and I, it, I don't, I don't, I don't know doing. how um, Wisconsin... What order they count the ballots. Do they count the... Um,
5: I would assume mail in first because I look, I'm look. i looking at right, Kenosha. Right. Oh, or uh, Milwaukee and 67% in. I can imagine that those are a majority of male, And if it was election day first, then Kelly would be way closer.
4: Yeah, so we've got ourselves a blue mirage here. It's not very clear which way it's going to go.
5: No, it means the Democrat will win. Uh, So we Uh, have, oh my God. The margin will tight, but he'll lose. I hate to be a negative Nancy, by the way. I don't want to. I don't want to be that negative, but it is true. We're going to lose. We're going to lose.
4: This is ridiculous, man.
5: Well, I'm so sick of this crap. He can only win. We don't know if it's election fraud, though. We don't? What What makes you think it's not? Well, dude. Are you
4: st- no, 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 no. This is the thing. When you have election fraud in one election and you fix nothing from one to the next, then I can only assume that it's all elections from that point forward are fraudulent.
5: That's a good point. Um, hmm. Well, you would hope that he can really, like, increase his margins in these rural counties. And the turnout is good. But what you don't need is Green Bay, like going to the chick by a staggering margin. But yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. I don't know why i I think there there's races we lose that we also think we want, like in California. I think we lost. Gavin Newsom won. You know, like I don't. Do you do you think he lost? Gavin Newsom.
4: I think there's a lot of election fraud in California. I think California is far more conservative than the numbers reflect. I don't know if that's enough to put him over the um, margin of victory, but I don't don't know for sure. But I would say that every election following the 2020 election, you are presumed guilty in my eyes until proven innocent.
5: Yeah, yeah. You know, I think you just changed my mind there. You're right. Like, we shouldn't see this as, ah, man. Like, so he's probably going to end up losing, and I hope not, but it's looking like the margins are, like, she's winning by 40 points in Milwaukee County with 67% in. If they start counting election day, then, you know, he's going to tighten up the margin. It's not going to be 57-42. Like, that's crazy.
4: Yeah, well, we'll have to keep an eye on that. We probably won't won't, won't know tonight unless Fox News calls it early. We mean tonight. I gotta go, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm about to get off of here. It's been fun. It's been fun. You got a show at ten? No, um,
5: my guest canceled on me.
4: Who was your guest?
5: Uh, this guy Victor Nieves. I've done a show with him before, but you know, since you don't care to watch me,
4: nah. I think no, nah, I think I saw it. I think I'm I was sure. no, actually. I think that I was camping, where I was supposed to, you know, not be on my phone whatsoever. But at night, I had headphones in, oh, my and I think God. I listened to that interview. I remember.
5: Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's, I think he's my age. Um, yeah, I, I feel a lot younger. You know, all you old heads, be feeling old around you and CanCon. So I need new, young energy. Yeah, so, yeah. you're you're a unicorn. Yeah, we were going to talk about the arrest. I don't even know what I was going to say if I had this show. Like, I was going to repeat myself. So, yeah, Nick, um, great show. Uh, quit inviting me on an hour before. Like, you know, a heads yeah, up. That, that,
4: that wasn't cool, huh?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, <clears throat> two, 20 minutes, man, we go. No, I think I did ask you about
4: it, like, early in the day. Like, seven hours before, but you didn't oh, respond. Like,
5: a day before, you know, so I can go off. Oh,
4: that's not how i operate but anyways let's get out of here make sure to smash that rumble button subscribe here if you haven't already if you like what you heard which you probably don't because we were bashing everybody and talking a bunch of crap but anyways follow uh behizzy over on rumble rumble.com slash behizzy and uh thanks for watching and i will see
1: now.